and good morning. Good morning, everyone, regardless of when you're listening to this. Yes. It's morning for us. Good morning. Good morning. Please accept our good morning. Good morning. And I accept your good morning. And back on to you. And also. Forever and back and forth. Amen. To you as others want to do to you. Yes. Yes. Hi. Talk again. Hi. Your voice is so small right now. I'm sorry. That's okay. Is this better? I don't think. Should I just stand like this? Stand? I would. Sitting. Me personally, I wouldn't. Personally. Um. How are you, dude? I'm good. Good. I'm like. I think I'm finally starting to get off of the ship. Yeah, the jet lag, the sea legs uh-huh. are gone. They've been gone for a while, actually. Um, and it feels uh, pretty good. That's great. Yeah. Um, there were so many things that I wanted to talk about last week. Uh-huh. And people watching in the airport. But one of my favorite things that happened on the ship was one morning I was going to get coffee at the little um uh cafe that they had on the ship Uh and they ended up this lady these two ladies were trying to figure out what they wanted and they were both like a cappuccino you know and then they were trying to figure out like what they were gonna have like they had like pastries and stuff in in the little glass case are we talking to tortonis no we're talking like fancy Fancy airport coffee shop. No, this was on the ship. Oh, my bad. And uh, these two ladies were like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know. Uh, We can't make up our minds, you know. British. Yes. And I was like, oh, no worry. I was like, good morning. Take your time, you know, whatever. And one of them was like, wow, your teeth. (laughs) Wow, you're from America, aren't you? Saying that to you. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, wow, your dental work is great. Have you ever had braces? Wow. Can I touch your teeth? <laughs> Can I, I touch like, your teeth, she I was said? like, I'm not going to let you touch my teeth. She's like, open your mouth. Can I see your teeth again? So I like, you know, uh, like weirdly like, you know. Yeah, in the UK, they didn't they didn't think about or, or care about fluoride. I mean, your teeth are great. You thank thank your parents. She said, "Can I touch your teeth?" Yeah, is it weird? Can I touch your teeth? Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna let you touch my teeth." Uh huh. Wow, and then amazing. She said what? Amazing. You know, in the UK, we they didn't believe in fluoride. In the UK, we touch each other's teeth all the time. There's one chap in Moor Village, and he has a nice tooth. Is this canine, and we go back and forth. We pass him around a circle, and we all give it a touch. <laughs> Look at these chompers. They're not. They they're not nice. Was she talking about her teeth? Yeah. Oh. She was like, you see, and you you oh wow, take care of your teeth. Your dentistry is great. Was she old? Yeah. Or was oh, she yeah. your age, but just no, different. No, 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 no. She's very old. Yeah. Well, she comes from a different time. When we they were, didn't have teeth. Yeah, we were the youngest people on the ship. Yeah. So it was very funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Why would you have, this is no judgment. This mm-hmm. is just observation questions. Uh-huh. Why would you have so much money to go on a luxury cruise, but not fix your teeth? I don't know. Priorities. Yeah. I would rather see a whale than give veneers. Um, 
or that day. We're going to go into Santorini and we're going to hang out and maybe have a, a biscuit or two if they have those in girls. And girls. 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 <laughs> Zoe is one of those people where if you do an accent long enough, aside from like an Albanian, Eastern European accent, mm-hmm. it all it it goes back into the into, same. Yeah. 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 I can't keep uh, an accent for very long. And then it always ends up turning out something bad. Something bad. Something bad. I wanted a British accent so bad when I was younger because I wanted to be one of the Beatles. Mm. And then I learned very quickly that there was almost no way that that could have happened. No. Not unless you moved there as like really small, small. I needed to move to the Beatles Mm -hmm. in 1984 when I was born. Yes. One year after John Lennon was assassinated Mm -hmm. when they had an opening Mm -hmm. after they had already been broken up for 10, 20 years. (laughs) 10 or 20? They broke up. They were together for 10 years. Yeah, but they were still together like in the early 70s. No? No, I think... um, like 69, 70, they were Audi. 69, blaze it. Hell yeah, dog. Hell yeah. How are you? You I'm, good? I'm good. You do have very nice teeth. Thank you. My teeth have, have gotten worse. Uh, I had braces when I was in grade school, and then I refused to wear my retainer because I was like, you're, you're done. <laughs> I've given you my time. Bye-bye. I was like, when, when do I wear this thing? And they were like, at night. And I was like, that's when I dream. I'm trying to be comfortable yeah, at night, at least. Ever since I was a teenager, mm-hmm. people have been trying to ruin my sleep. And I look at all the different <laughs> decades in my life, and either somebody else or I have put a great many obstacles between, in, you and between me and good sleep. Boy, when I was in college i slept now mind you i'm not putting myself above anybody else Mm -hmm. because i was unkempt (laughs) and i was smelly kid Mm -hmm. and uh and i made a great many mistakes Mm -hmm. mainly because i think i never had to deal with a brother or sister Mm -hmm. who was like you stink get the fuck out of here yeah so i get it yeah and then when i started to get it I, so freshman year in college, Mm -hmm. let's go back further. Okay. Eighth grade, ninth grade, whatever, what have you, had a fine bed, Mm -hmm. but wanted me, they wanted me to wear, you know, even going back to grade school, uh, headgear. They made me sleep with headgear. Yeah. Sleep. No one's seeing you in headgear. Okay. What was people seeing me have anything to do okay, with the quality of I'm my sorry. sleep? I'm so sorry. Have you ever had headgear? No, but my sister did, and we used to make fun of her a lot for it. Hmm. Yeah. No one sees you when you sleep. Yeah. Well, I saw her before she went to bed when she had it on. Yeah. It was fucking terrible, dude. And you got to sleep on your back because if you accidentally go on your side, your molars move, the wires attached to your head. You ever see Saw? Yes. No, you didn't. Well, I've seen, yes, I know what you're talking about. Dude. You've been telling me white lies recently. Lies that don't really matter. No, I've seen. But that aren't the full truth. I know. I've seen enough of like a, a 
the to thing get the reference to understand. Yes. So that that's what it's like, and that's terrible. And mm-hmm. then that comes off, and your braces eventually come off, mm-hmm. and they make you wear a retainer, mm-hmm. which is uncomfortable and gross. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose if you wore it every day, mm-hmm. it was more comfortable. Yes. But my teeth are forever shifting because you can't hold me. You can't hold us. And uh, it was always bad and and gross. Woke up uncomfortable all the time. Mm-hmm. And then let's go to in college. I always slept on like a couch or a futon because the beds were fucking nothing. Slept in a room with. 37 other guys and the mattress is like this on top of a bunk bed. Hey, if you're in your twenties and on a bunk bed, be in the army or you're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. So terrible sleep there. And then later college, we moved into like a townhouse where I had a smelly roommate and didn't want to sleep in the room. So I slept on the couch or the futon in the living room, which probably ruined that for everybody. Mm -hmm. Cause I would just stay there all day. I'd be like, you live, live around me you know what i mean wow that's so selfish (laughs) whatever dog yeah only child eat a dick and i don't know any better okay i'm sick of apologizing for shit that i legit didn't know any better okay but selfish to want to get away from smelly roommate well also i and it was half you unselfish because i snored really bad because sleep Uh apnea undiagnosed and he would be in there with his girlfriend and they would make fun of me for keeping them up while they were trying to sleep because they were, because I was snoring. You know what I mean? Something that I had no control over. Mm -hmm. So I was like, fuck you with a stick. I'll go (laughs) sleep in the living room. Yes. So I go sleep in the living room and girls would still sleep with me and shame on you for that. (laughs) Because you were part of the smelly kid problem, right? As part of every problem that exists. Put it all on me. I'll take it. Yeah. And then you move out. Mm -hmm. And I had a bread bread for a little while. I slept on bread. (laughs) And then that was in Stanford. I had a bed. Uh And then when I moved to Milford, I slept on a futon. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, I was mid-20s. And I was like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Bed comfortability doesn't matter i slept on all different kinds of things so if i could save some space in our tiny apartment by sleeping on a futon and fake mattress and that's when we met each other Mm -hmm. and you still fell in love with me even though i was i didn't care about my sleep well thank god that i met you as you were like on your way out from that apartment Mm -hmm. because there's no fucking way i was sleeping on a futon you did though I don't know if you ever stayed over, but you did kiss me on a futon. I did. You ever hear that, um, that Tyrese song, kiss me on the futon. Mm -hmm. How does it go again? Kiss me on the futon. My motherfucking futon. (laughs) (laughs) And you can eat me out. (laughs) Different song. Different song. Song doesn't exist. Yeah. But, um, but you fell in love with a man who, who, you know. Yeah put many obstacles in front of his comfortability and really well-being. I remember one time going to that apartment and it was sandy. It was like right on the beach. There was no sand on our beach. And your futon was sandy. Yeah. 
And I remember you got up to go to the bathroom and I got up and I was like wiping it off. (laughs) So gross, man. So gross. I was like, wow. We would go to the beach a lot because we were near water. But Mm -hmm. the water, you know, it's fucking Long Island sound. Mm -hmm. It's not like ocean. Right. So we had water outside of our apartment, Mm -hmm. but the there was no sand. There was just jagged rocks. Yeah. So we would go to the beach to remember what sand was like. Mm-hmm. There weren't very many great beaches by us. No, we didn't really have like real beaches. Mm-hmm. We had, we don't know any better Northeast beaches. Mm-hmm. What? I heard, uh, no, I heard disturbance. It's this. No, it was something else. That's in front of me. Why would I turn around for the noise that's in front of me? Garbage you think people I'm that are out. Garbage people. Fuck these people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, no, we had like beach-like areas. Yeah. But then you get down here and you see what a beach is supposed to be, but not really because it's still kind of gross. Mm-hmm. We've seen some nice beaches, though. Yes. Yeah. Name them. <laughs> does, it, does it getting older suck yes because <laughs> you just realize more about How i don't know you go to a beach suck. when you're little yeah. and you're like this is like being in a painting mm-hmm. and then you're like oh how much human waste is in this one <laughs> why are there needles floating around why do i know what what discarded public needles are used for now mm-hmm. as a grown-up you know, you didn't think about that shit. Nope. When you were a little kid and you go to the beach, you're like, I can make the sand wet and then build a castle out of them. Right. And then a, a universe can be created in my imagination. Mm-hmm. And that universe could live within the walls of this castle until mom says it's time to go to Wendy's and go to sleep. Right. You know what I mean? And then you get older and you're like, I'm stepping on needles. Yeah. And there was a body found here two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. How long does it take for the <laughs> the shore... To rid itself of body residue so I can go put my ankles in the water. I don't know. That's Unless the there's like cement shoes tied to the body. You still got body it's, residue. It's, it's washing up on show. 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 For sure. For sure. <laughs> so gross. Yes. Anyway, if you enjoy the beach, have fun. Have fun. <laughs> but uh, make sure it's one of them secluded private beaches. With chlorine in it in your backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the beach. (laughs) With no sand. Unless there's a sandbox. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of the beach. I've known we've, uh, I know that we've talked about this endlessly since the inception of this podcast, but. That's okay. I don't need you to love the beach. I'm trying to think of my, what my ideal relaxation, outside relaxation environment is. Mm -hmm. And I keep going back to my parents' backyard. Yeah. Like sitting on a deck in a chair, woods, looking up at sun coming through trees. See, where I need a drink, water. I get that. Some type of water. It doesn't have to be a beach. It could be a pool, you know. Yeah. Dude, there's something about being in an environment, and it's not sustainable. Like unless you're fucking a mega rich person. Being in a vacation environment where you sit and you look at nice shit while other people bring you food Mm -hmm. and penis coladas, Mm -hmm. that's the goal. That's why people scratch lottery tickets Mm -hmm. so they can live there. Mm -hmm. I don't know where that is. Yeah, I don't either. I remember you were on a cruise Mm -hmm. 
recently. Yes. And that must have been real nice. It was Even awesome. though you couldn't fully, you didn't enjoy it as a passenger. Right. But almost. I got to, I got to enjoy some of the amenities. The amenities. The amenities. Amenities is when you don't have enough iron in your diet. Uh-huh. Right? No. And you're cold. You have coldy handyitis because you have amenities. Um, coldy handyitis. I one of our spring breaks in college was spent on a cruise ship, and all we did was get drinks handed to us mm-hmm. at all times. Yeah. Fuck, man, that's something else. Just sitting by a pool, and then some guy with a vaguely Russian accent comes over, and he's like, "Do you end another for you?" And that's kind of French. But you understand. Yeah. And you just say yes and yep. drink keep coming. Yep. And then you get sick and then you go in your room and then you wake up for a fancy dinner night. Fancy dinner night is always so much fun when you're not having to work it. Yeah, you don't have to clean up. Yeah. Don't have to walk around and take a picture. You don't have to cook for anyone. Mm-mm. You just put on something, yeah. and and that's kind of like what weddings are like. Mm-hmm. We're going to a wedding in yeah. Chicago this weekend. Yep, and it's gonna be like that. Yeah, I can't wait. Sitting there, eat cake. Mike loves wedding cake. Mike loves going to a wedding for the cake. Yes. Anytime there's an extra piece of cake on the table, Mike has it. I have gotten in trouble in the past (laughs) for eating other people's wedding cake while they were out dancing. Yes. And to that I say, eat a dick. Eat a dick. (laughs) It'll take the place of the cake. And they make such a big deal out of the cake. Here comes the cake. So on and so forth. The bride's a cat's the cake. The bride is a cake. The bride's a cat's the cakes. So you know what's happening. Hi ho the Mario. The bride's a cat's the cakes. Hi ho the real, Mario. This is the Mario. a real thing. Mario that or I've Dario? Heard at Severn, uh, you know I don't actually it's know. It's a bastardized version of the Hi ho the Dario song. Is what you heard. <laughs> What is what could possibly be the alternate title for that? Zoe. <clears throat> anyway, they make a huge deal out of <laughs> here comes a fucking cake. Dude, the bride gets her own song. Yeah. <laughs> coming into the wedding. You know what else does? The cake. Yes. You know that it's there. You know that it's at your seat. Two. And you choose to a little bit louder now. Yeah. A little bit louder now, softer now, instead of eating cake, I'm gonna eat your cake. Yeah. You're cause you're making a choice. What if you, have you ever eaten your dad's cake? I don't know that I've ever been that brave. I've been in a hospital. (laughs) Breaking out. I've been in a hospital bed and the surgeon comes in and is like, we're going to have to do this, this and that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm nervous, but do what you got to do. Yeah. Okay. And that's being brave. Yeah. That's also kind of out of necessity. Yeah. And I don't know that I would have be brave enough to eat my dad's dessert. Like what if my dad had a cannoli on a plate and I ate it and he came back and he looked at the plate and then looked around to see who did it. Yeah. (laughs) Can, can we call him? If you want, I wonder if he's busy. (laughs) There's no way, man. You're going to take him away from his puzzle. Uh, Well, he's like a detective. I, I, I don't know what he would say. 
What I have no is? idea. Where did I do that? I don't know. Maybe you had other things playing. Maybe you had other things playing, Zoe. And you don't tell me. I don't think you're, I think your dad's out for his walk. He oh. is out. Hi. Oh, there he is. I'm good. How are you, Dad? You're on. Oh. You're on the podcast. Oh hi. Hi. Uh, Dad says hi. Dad Falzone. Everyone. Everyone. Dad Falzone. Um, hi everyone. So I have a question. You know, since we're going to a wedding this weekend, and we're all going to be together, and I can't wait. Um, if Mike was to eat your dessert, wedding cake, cannolis, etc. While you were up. While you were up. Dancing. Shouting. Or <laughs> would what what would your reaction be, Dan? Now, before I've touched it already, or did I take a bite already? No, no, no. This is before you've touched it. Cake comes out. Let's you're on both. the dance floor, and oh. all of a sudden you come back and no cake, no desserts, no nothing. What happens? I would get. Um... <laughs> The guy to give me more cake. <laughs> <laughs> the guy. You find the cake guy. Let's say all the cake has been. Let's say all the cake has been distributed. Okay. Okay. Let's say there is no more cake to distribute. Oh, I. I kick your butt. Yeah. 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 There it is. That's not that. That's not one that I want to do because I I can't do that. Dude, he absolutely would do that. Yeah. Dad would absolutely leave the wedding and go to a bakery to get something else. Oh, then no, no question. <laughs> or, or, or knowing me, because I, I, I love everybody at the wedding, almost everybody at the wedding, <laughs> I, I would wait till the wedding is over because mom wouldn't want me to leave. Yes. Um, but I would wait till the wedding and go directly, not... I would go directly to get some uh, cannolis and not go to sleep until I ate them. If you couldn't leave the wedding early, how many times would you tell mom before the wedding was over when the bakery closes? Oh, I, I, I would say countless. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I she, exactly, I know exactly. Well, you know, like, all they're going to do is, like, cut the rest of the cake. Well, all they're going to do is they're going to dance with the they'll never notice me and they might like that i'm not there yeah zoya's getting on me because there have been times at weddings where if i see a piece of cake <laughs> at your seat and you're not there this is anyone if you're at my table and the cake has been sitting at your seat for a long time and you're up dancing i'm gonna eat your cake you know what I mean? <laughs> so Zoya gets on me for that. As if that's not justified. Your job would be to keep him away from my damn cake. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna try, Dad. Um I think that uh I, when the cake guy or girl comes over, I'm gonna ask for like an extra big cake piece of cake or two for you and Michael. Listen to me. Listen to me. There's one way, and this goes for everyone listening, everyone who's ever been in my family or friend group ever, this mm -hmm. wide circle, this mm -hmm. wide net that we've cast. Yes. 
if we're at a wedding, there's one foolproof way to get me to not eat your cake. And that is eat your cake. Yes. That's it. One. There's one thing. The only way. That's it. That's great. That's a great way. Well, Dad. Sounds like, a, sounds like decent. Thing. Sounds like something that you would do. Sounds like something decent and, and thought of. That's Thank you. Very nice. Thank you, Dad. And you know I'm done seeking approval from literally anyone else in my life, <laughs> but you, Mom, and Zoya. I can give two oh. shits what anyone else thinks of me. So you can kick rocks and take a walk if you think that that is a selfish way to be. But if you're sitting in my area and you don't want your cake eaten by me, eat your cake. Yes. That seems like a a decent enough thing that people people would do. Yeah. They should do. Yeah. They should do. That should be posted at a wedding, actually. Yes. I'll bring posters. Uh, Mike's going to make post-it notes for everyone and leave it on all the tables. I'm going to hand out literature. Mom could draw and stuff. (laughs) We're going to make posters. I wonder what she would think of that. Oh, not very happy with her husband right now that she, uh, that he um, kind of agrees with you. But I don't think I would ever take anybody. I got to be honest. I don't want anybody else's cake. I want my. Understood. But But if no one's touched it yet, dad. Yeah, I pretty much, I, I stay to my own stuff. I, I eat the heck out of my own stuff. But I stay to my, I don't think I would want somebody else's cake because eventually they're going to come back. Yeah. Did it's you true. ever hear the story when I ate um, my friend's dad's cake? Or who, yeah, the Sarah's, father of the bride. Yeah. No, no, no. It was uh, Mike. Oh. Is oh. mom is mom there, Tad? No, mom, mom, mom had to go to the uh, doctor. Okay, She's fair enough. Okay, great. <laughs> They're just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Dad. Well, thank you very much for your input. They're just going to hang out, I think. Yeah, they're just, sometimes Mom just likes to chill with her doctor. <laughs> Anything to get out of the house, i got to be honest. Yeah, and if they take her blood, then they take her blood. Um, okay, well, thank you very much for your input. I would be... Um, interested in what mom has to say, but I, I think I already know her answer as well. Well, you could try her on her cell, but I, <laughs> I, I would say I, I let you guys go, and I can't wait to see you, and I love you both very much. Love All right, too, Dad, Dad, I love you too. I'll see you Friday. You'll see Mike on Saturday. All right. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. He's the cutest. That was my dad. He's the freaking cutest. Um, I think my mom would say... Leave everybody else's shit alone, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's important to have parents that are very. Your mom's very fair. Yes, your mom is the most fair person I think I know. But as she gets Aside older, she gets more still fair. Wily, mm-hmm. she's fair, mm-hmm. but she doesn't have as much of a filter. Filter, mm-hmm. and good for her. I mean, absolutely. I I um. I want the filter of a post-menopausal woman. Yeah. And I think that is, that is you, people talk about their spirit animals. Mm-hmm. And uh, any woman who has had a hysterectomy is my spirit animal. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're just done with, uh, they're done with all the, the little 
the sifters yeah. that you run your you run your thoughts yeah. through and then you're left with something that you don't really feel. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want that anymore mm-hmm. in my life and chemically they have that. Yeah. And it's it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't think your mom has had a hysterectomy, but I don't she think she is, has, but uh, postmenopausal. Yeah. Is postmenopausal. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's very that's funny. why I'm not a doctor. And well, that's why mom hangs out with doctors sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um what else do you got? First of all, these are my notes. Okay. Also, I want to uh, take a little break to say um, that the Surrounded Crowd Work Show is this Friday night, 7 o'clock, at the world-famous uh, Hollywood Improv. Mm-hmm. Would love to see you there. About 40 spots available. I've gotten no ticket updates, so I don't know um, how many have been sold. I know that the guest list is uh, pretty much all filled up, but would love to see you there. Um, crowd work only in the middle of the round, in mm-hmm. the middle of the lab at the Hollywood Improv. Mike, when are you coming to Texas? I'll tell you right now. Me and Zoya are going to Texas from the 21st to the 26th. I think shows start on the 22nd. Second. Yep. And I absolutely have all these somewhere. I do. I have them actually probably closer um, because I did want to see my friend Ross while we're there. It's and a race it's to see going to be I got them. On the September 22nd. 22nd Dallas September 22nd? I'm September sorry, 22nd? October 22nd. The Dallas Improv on the 23rd. The Jungle in Austin, Texas. The 24th. The Improv in Houston, Texas. And the 25th at the improv, the LOL improv in San Antonio. So I will be there in support of, uh, of my good friend, uh, Ali Makovsky. She has a podcast called resting bitch something face. Okay. And, uh, we've known each other for a long time. She's funny as fuck. And she yeah. asked me to go down there and feature for her. And I accepted because one, it's an excuse to hang out with her. And uh, two, it's an excuse to see more of the country. And I haven't been to Texas in a long time. Heard that stand up, especially in the Austin area, has been uh, has been pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And you know, you need some fucking. You got to travel around. Yeah, I'm tired of being here. Same. All the time. Mm-hmm. I love being here sometimes. Yes. Um, but. One of the things that made both of us happier pre-pandemic is being able to get traipse around this country. Yeah, I want to see so many things. I want to go back up to, uh, you know, the national parks like Yellowstone and Mm -hmm. and shit like that. I want to go back upstate. Mm -hmm. I want to go back home. Mm -hmm. I want to see leaves. Mm -hmm. Me and Megan, I think last time I was in Texas, me and Megan Ton just drove through. Mm Mm-hmm. At five miles an hour in an right. ice storm. Mm-hmm. And it was the goddamn worst. Yes, it was. So uh, I'm looking forward to this time. Yeah. I'd like to go slow. I'd like to see some shit. Yeah. And um, we'll have some time in cars and stuff like that. So that'll be nice. Time in cars, getting coffee with yes. comedians on yes. the way to a comedy show mm-hmm. with Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. I'll be with a comedian. I don't know that we're going to drive with Allie and, 
and her. I'm going to drive with Allie and her boyfriend. Okay. And you're going to drive. That's fine. I've got friends in Texas. I can stay wherever the fuck I want. So I don't even have to be with you. I just have to make sure that I get to Austin or I'm sorry, San Antonio so I can fly out. Look at me in the eyes when I say this next thing. When we go to the wedding this week Mm -hmm. in Chicago, I'm going to eat your cake. No, you're not. I'm going to eat your cake as your fork is going down to dig into the cake. You're not even going to be there. I get to spend so much more time, like one full day more time with your family. One full day with your family because you double booked yourself. Yes, Yes. but also always. And that's something that didn't happen (laughs) in the pandemic either. Right. But hopefully it's worth it and you can contribute to making it worth it by coming to the Surrounded Show at 7 o'clock. On Friday. That was very good. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was very good. And, uh, you know, there's there's three great ways to support the podcast. Mm-hmm. You could become a Patreon, mm-hmm. get access to uh, full video episodes of the podcast, get your name shouted out at the end of the podcast. Uh, full access to the Discord. Anaphylactic to the Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you can uh, get a t-shirt at WTOP.clothing, mm-hmm. or you can listen yes. every week. Yes. And uh, a lot of you have been listening, even just to the audio. Mm -hmm. And I really like how, regardless of what is happening everywhere, always, Mm -hmm. we have an hour to just chill out and to have fun and be nice. Yeah. So that has been fun. Yeah. I mean, you can also be a $50 or $100 sponsor and you can... uh, promote something that you're working on kind of like uh miss mandy page bayless and what does she do she's a virtual music teacher okay now what that what what that (laughs) she offers private virtual music lessons uh from ages five and up helping people cultivate their love for music now she only does virtual music no she does it all shame-free environment learning environment um, kids are a huge part of her practice, but she loves teaching music theory and chords to adult music students, as well as her favorite thing in life and as well. I'm so sorry. Her favorite thing in life is to explain to people how to play songs by ear. This is for music lovers out there. Who, what are you <laughs> laughing at me? No, I just smiled real loud. I know. I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's my mouth. I got a movie mouth. Um, who knows? She knows that they could figure out chords. Figure out which chords to play if you only understood how they were related to each other, you, know, you guys. And a lot of pop songs, once you figure out the basic chords, you can figure out all of them. Yeah. A lot yeah. of songs you hear on the radio, you could figure out as soon as you know, like, on basic the foundation. Whoa, on the radio. Uh, Mandy's uh, additional specialties include working with very young children, singers who want to accompany themselves on an instrument, adult singers who are new to singing on pitch and feel shy about singing, musicians who want to learn more theory education, and college students who need more help with their music homework. Man, it must be so hard to keep a young kid on track virtually learning music Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean you know we have a friend that does that also Uh and she seems to she's got a range of 
ages of people that she works with. You're talking about Melissa Mulligan, mm-hmm. for sure. Yes. But she now, she does, I think it's less about, it's more about artist development mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's more about like how to, you know, she teaches you how to to live your life as a, like a creative professional. Mm-hmm. And she started out doing um, stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You guys, so... If you guys are looking for a little bit of help, yeah, uh, book a consultation at missmandypage.com. And that is Mandy with a Y and Page with an I. Yeah. Um, and I will have a link below. And that's how we'll go from there. Dude, speaking of <clears throat> um, just like things like this show, just being like an hour break from whatever's going on, mm-hmm. learning music and learning how to play and learning how to figure out your favorite song and stuff like that. Learning how to sing a little better. Mm -hmm. That's like, you can give your yourself that break, Mm -hmm. that nice break. I remember zoning out and playing guitar and trying to write songs and figure out songs forever Mm -hmm. and hours just disappear. And you, you know, it's crazy how that happens. You just like all of a sudden you're like, fuck, let's go. But it's very nice. It's just a very nice skill to have. So hit up Mandy. Yeah. Hit up Mandy. Mandy. You came and you advertised on Wogmore Podcast. And we're doing the ad now, Mandy. Barry Mandy Low. Anyway, um, you. Yesterday was Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I was invited to play golf mm-hmm. with my friend and his father. Yeah. My friend Willie Simon. Shout out two times. He's a comedian. He mm-hmm. has a podcast called Two Dumb Babies with mm-hmm. our friend Eric Friedman. Mm-hmm. Very funny boys. Yeah. So me, Willie Simon, Jeff Simon, mm-hmm. ventured out to play golf. Yes. Okay? Yes. And Zoya had the day off. <laughs> yes, finally. And uh, I forget how the conversation was initiated, but you were like, I think just in jest, you were like, let me come drive the cart. Yes. And I said, okay. Yes. You can come drive the cart. Yes. And then we both spent a minute or two figuring out if that was real. <laughs> <laughs> and then since it was, yes, you came and you, I was like, dude, you can just come and like drink. Yeah. And drive and around a cart. Rip butts and yeah. drive a cart. Yes. And then that's what you did. Yes. So... From that perspective mm-hmm. of somebody who just listens to me go play golf mm-hmm. every now and again, or really as much as possible, which is, it just happens to be every now and again, mm-hmm. you're always like, you, I'm always like, let me go play golf. And you never really know what that's like. Mm-hmm. But yesterday you got the full experience. Mm-hmm. What was your experience? Uh, I had fun making fun of you. And Willie. Yes. Uh, you did do that a lot. I noticed. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Well, you guys are good sports, so That's that was easy. We're very funny. And then, uh, you know, Mr. Simon was great. Yeah. You know, uh, Jeff. Yes. Um, Mike kept calling him Mr. Simon. Yeah. And when I introduced myself to him, you know, he introduced himself as Jeff. So I always get like weird when like one person's like Mr. Simon and then He's like, nah, Jeff. You know? I, I can't call I my friend's dad's their first name. 
I can't. I was I, I I'm a respectful boy. I Even to that. the point where it's disrespectful because they're like, please call me Jeff. And yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Mr. Simon's my dad. Mr. Yeah. Simon's my father. Yeah. Um, dude, I don't know. I mean, I think it's super respectful, but if someone introduces me, see, I think because I deal with grownups. Yeah. More than, than Mike does. Like it's easier for me to call people by their, their first names. I deal with adult children. I have no respect for <laughs> So I'll call you fucking Greg or whatever the right. fuck your fucking name is. Yeah. Whatever your parents named you. But if I, I don't know. I was always, a, I was always taught to be very polite to mm-hmm. my friend's parents. Yeah. I mean, I've always been polite to my friend's parents. Always. I've always been... Your eyes are thinking of times where you weren't... Polite enough to my friend's parents. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. teenage years were a hell of a year. I think um, I was respectful. Oh, I was yeah. oh, I was more respectful to my friend's parents than I were to anyone else. Teachers, authority, figures. Yeah. Um, well, I have a funny story about... Uh, so I was swearing at my friend's house and my sister ended up getting yelled by at... She ended up getting yelled at by my friend's mom, <laughs> who is Christina Camille, who is also a Patreon. Christina's mom yelled at you for swearing? She fucking ripped into Vyolta for swearing. <laughs> so much swearing in that house, though. Oh, 100%. So uh, she like opens up the kitchen window and she like starts to yell at Vyolta. And Vyolta was like, it wasn't me. And I was like. Oh, you rat, dude. And you didn't even, you didn't even. I let her eat it. I let Vyelta eat that. I wish Vyelta wasn't working right now. I know. I would have you call that chick Vyelta's actually not working right now. Will you hit her up? Let's try. How dare you, Zoe? How dare How dare you just let your sister take the fucking, the brunt of that shit when you're the dirt mouth? Well. Rusty pipes mouth. (laughs) There's worse things in life. That isn't the excuse for everything. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you could do less shitty shit just because... You know, it's not the worst possible thing that could happen. You still choose to be a good person. <laughs> I mean, I'm a pretty good person. How old person. were you? It was like right after high school. After high school. Yeah, so we were like... 18 years old. 18, 19 years old. That's enough to be a rat All thing. hanging out at Christina's. <laughs> I don't think Fields is going to answer. No. Your call has... Real family affair today. Yeah. Fuck, man. And you just sat there and you let it happen. You didn't say Mrs. Camille or I mean, Deborah or Christina whatever. Christina ended up like ripping into her mom anyway. Yeah. And like, she was like, Please shut up, mom. mom. Close the fucking window. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> but That's yeah, it was, great, pretty, it was pretty good. Fuck. Yeah. So anything else about your golfing experience? Anything that sticks out to you? Anything you were surprised by? Huh? I mean, no. I, you know, uh, Jeff asked me if I like play with you guys or if I've played with you. Yes. And uh, I was like, I've played with Mike. But the thing about me like coming and golfing with all of you is that I wouldn't want to hold anybody up because you guys are like way more experienced than I am. I mean, a year of experience, and I'm still, I still have super anxiety about holding people up as well. I mean, I think that you have way more experience than a year. I mean, you used to play with your grandfather all the time. Maybe three times. 
three times and yeah. have like a full set of clubs and all, all of that three times? First of all, I had a toy set of clubs until you bought me a set of clubs, mm-hmm. which was a month ago, less. Maybe less. I mean, by the time you got them, it was less. Um, I was playing with toys mm-hmm. that were just pristine in my basement. Mm-hmm. I would take them to the driving range and yeah. get thrown out of the driving range yeah. with Aaron. Yeah. Uh, my best friend from childhood because we would rocket it over the fence on the sides <laughs> into the skating rink and try to break windows in the skating rink. And then they had pictures of us behind the desk. <laughs> you guys are such assholes. <laughs> and we would rocket it at the guy who drove the thing to pick up all the golf balls. <laughs> and I feel they like... wouldn't let us in there for a long time. That's my experience with golf. What if they still have your picture behind the desk there? They probably do, Dusty. But I haven't been there in... in uh, last time we were home, I went. I look different. Mm-hmm. I've matured. I'm going to call them the next time and be like, uh... He's home. He's home, guys. Lock it up. Guys, here's a, here's a recent picture. So many fucking hornets mm-hmm. at that place. Yeah. Holy shit. Spray something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're golfing, you're there to have a relaxed. I don't think I can go home again. I'm so, I have such PTSD about getting stung. You got stung a lot. Mm-hmm. You had a whole, dude, I almost got yatted that night mm-hmm. because I just remember that they were around mm-hmm. and I spent a lot of time in the doorway mm-hmm. where they were, where they took. Yeah. Um, where they seek asylum. Yeah. I was trying to think of something <laughs> yeah, fancy yeah, yeah. like that. Um, I, their stronghold also yesterday, um, was really nice because, um, I did pretty good driving the cart. I mean, this is the second time that I've ever driven a golf cart ever, ever. The first time was when you called me a pussy and the second time (laughs) you're an asshole, dude. What an asshole shit. Uh, yep. That was only the, that was the first time you drove a golf cart and you were kind of I wasn't driving when I called you a pussy, but yes. Yeah, you were? No, I wasn't. Alex Who was? was. Oh, oh. Yeah, that makes more sense. But um Yeah, man. Ripping through uh a, a beautiful pitch estate. black estate with stumps sticking out of the ground. Steve Walter, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry I stole that bottle of Goldschlager off Homie, the we're a bar good time too. And we definitely didn't drink that. Oh, no. We that just stole it left. and took it. Yeah. Like an idiot. I mean, I think we all tried to, and we were all like, Pfft. Yeah. Like, what are we, 14? Yeah, Drinking no. Goldschlager? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you, Goldschlager, mm-hmm. for even making that? Yeah. Who drinks that? Who's like, 12-year-olds. What a, what a, a tough <laughs> week at work I've had. You know what? If I, I could just go to the bar and get a glass... I don't know of Goldschlager. Goldschlager on the rocks, please. When do you drink that? Please, I have no Who's idea. Who's it for? I have no idea. Who is Goldschlager for? Oh. Zoe. Anyway, we're a good time at weddings. Yes. <laughs> and uh, invite us to your wedding, and we'll break some shit. Yeah. Dare us not to. Yeah. Even if the shit is our ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we actually have another wedding invitation, A, that you have to mail back out, but Tim's sister is inviting us to her wedding. Tight. Yeah, I thought that was so nice. On which estate is that? It's going to be here in, in Los Angeles somewhere. We'll gas up the carts. Yep. And we'll be there. As long as only if there are golf carts there. You driving the cart 
when we went to go play golf mm-hmm. yesterday mm-hmm. was a different experience mm-hmm. than you driving the car at a wedding. Mm-hmm. You were way more cautious, Clay. Well, yeah, because also I didn't want to embarrass myself with in front of your friend and his dad. And then we had another uh, couple following us and them following. Man, they were pleasant as fuck. They really were. They really were. I've had pretty good. I was team Julie. Julie and Rob. Julie and Rob. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, uh, I've had pretty good experiences with rando Calrissians playing mm-hmm. golf. Yeah. Because sometimes you... Uh, to be efficient, they send you out as a foursome. Mm-hmm. So if there's only three of you guys, since Zoya was playing, they hook you up with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob, Rob, mm-hmm. and Julie were only playing the front nine mm-hmm. out of eighteen. Mm-hmm. So they sent us all out together, and mm-hmm. then they bounced after nine. Mm-hmm. But they were fucking pleasant as fuck. Yeah, they were laughing. They were joking. Yeah, we had a good time. Most people playing yeah. golf are just out there to chill the fuck out, and that's nice. And once in a while, you get hooked up with someone who's not interested in chilling the fuck out mm-hmm. and that's hell on wheels yeah and that's zoya in a golf cart at a wedding in pitch black well i almost i almost uh sent us over the hill once. you did almost send us over yeah. a cliff yeah that was once very those, very very close you know i have i have a complaint though uh that golf course needs to really fix the alignment on all of their cards just turn the wheel I turned the fucking wheel. No, but all the way. I turned it all the fucking way. I've never fallen off the ship. <laughs> moving on. We're moving on. Moving on to questions. Sometimes you guys ask us questions either at WelcomePod on Twitter or uh, through the Discord, and they get um, somehow magically uh, collected uh, via an app. Thanks to that uh, Jesse Stillwell, Stillwell has devised. Mm-hmm. Man, what a talent to be able to do computer things that I, I don't know, understand. Right? Fucking cool guy. So thank you, Jesse. Thank you. Hailing from Cool Island. Cool Island. Uh, pumpkin page a la mode. What? Pumpkin page a la mode says. Seasonal wrestler name? Mm-hmm. Would you rather only wear a sweatshirt? matching sweatshirt sweatpants for the next five years or never wear sneakers for the next 10 years. No way. I would totally wear a sweatsuit. Why is one thing a bad thing and one thing is a good thing? They're not wearing sneakers for the next 10 years is devastating to me. Yes. I will wear matching jumpsuit all the time. I actually have a onesie jumpsuit. I won't even wash it. Mm-mm. Dude, I just no, got to. You have to wash it. No, I won't. That's disgusting. It's not part of the agreement, but I still won't wash it. Disgusting. Um, I just bought two really nice hoodies that were part of a all one color matching suit, and the guy at the store goes, "This, uh, this sweatshirt comes with these pants," and I said, "That's not what you mean." And he's like, no, this sweatshirt, a beautiful sweatshirt, and it comes with these pants. And I said, for free? He's like, no, yeah. you have to buy pants. And I said, then that's not what you mean. Yeah. It doesn't come with. If you buy an extra value meal, fries come with <laughs> extra value meal. Right. One price for meal. Yeah. 
but I'm not buying a sweatsuit. I'm buying a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. And then additional money gets me sweatpants. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't, that's not what come with means. Yeah. If you're out dancing when your cake hits the <laughs> table, your cake come with me. Yes. <laughs> uh, headless horse guy with long hair asks. <laughs> Beautiful Halloween themed name. Uh What's on the best bagel sandwich? On the best bagel sandwich? Three things. Yes. Uh, no, we're going to get fancy. Okay. Bacon? Mm-hmm. Eggs? Yes. Cheese? Mm-hmm. Hot sauce? Mm-hmm. Ketchup? Mm-hmm. Black pepper? Mm-hmm. Or cream cheese? Or just cream cheese, not cream yes. cheese and that other shit. Although cream cheese and bacon is... Kind of. That's too much, man. No, it's not. That's too much for me. Mm-hmm. I'll try it, but it's too yeah. much. Tomorrow, it's be crispy. I'm supposed to be me and my friend Jay Light, another comedian. Go ahead and he has glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, we are. Um, we kind of try out bagel places together, and he's never been to Hanks, mm-hmm. and I don't have a huge problem with Hanks. Hanks is fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Hanks is good. West Coast. Bagel. Mm-hmm. I hate to be East Coast bagel guy, mm-hmm. but here we are. Here. I didn't choose this life. Mm-hmm. Somebody dropped this life at my wedding table while they were out dancing. And so now I have this life. But we're going to go to Hank's yeah. tomorrow morning. Anyway, um, I forgot what I was talking about. That. Oh, we're talking about bagels. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I always... I know we've talked about this since the beginning of time, but I get weirded out when I'm like, like I went to the golf course and they have breakfast sandwiches and I was like, can I get a bacon, egg and cheese sandwich? And he's like, Whoa, slow down. And he got like a pad and paper. And he was like, uh, you said, hold on, say it again. And I'm like the most simple sandwich of all time. Bacon, eggs, cheese, everything on the sandwich is in the title. Of the Bagel, sandwich. Whatever kind of bread you have. Can I get a bacon, egg, and cheese? Well, what's... Uh, I've never... And what's on that? <laughs> Come on, homie. Listen to title. Yeah. <laughs> That's like calling a pizza a... Hey, can I get a, a, a bread plate of tomato sauce cheese? Mm-hmm. Melted? Mm-hmm. Slice it up for me and my fam? Slice them up real nice. Slice them up real nice. Too many slices. Yeah. Uh, Justin at Murdery Killfart. Murdery Killfart, he mm-hmm. says. Says, what do y'all do to prevent and or handle burnout? Hmm. I cry. Crying. <laughs> Crying usually takes place during the other things. Yeah. But taking breaks, I, you know, like we said during our, I suppose this is still the transition between being complete lockdown and getting back to normal. But... Even during the day, if I feel like taking a break, I take a fucking break, dude. Mm-hmm. I know because I feel like personally, I didn't take breaks when I was younger, a younger professional, because I didn't always have the discipline. I grew up with not a lot of good, um, like scholastic discipline. And like, um, if I had something to do, I was a procrastinator. So I guess once I got myself out of full procrastination mode, not to say that I never do it now, 
But, you know, when you work for yourself for long enough, you know that you're only fucking over yourself. So the the relaxation you t- you take and putting stuff off forever doesn't even feel good because you know you're just fucking yourself over. And the older you get, no one else fucking cares. Right. So um, now I know that I'll be able to do nothing if I burn out. So whenever I need to take a break, I just take a break. I think, too, whenever I'm feeling like extra burnout, that's when I'm like, uh, Palm Springs? Uh, Fuck yeah, man. You know, something like that. Go cause... find somewhere within three hours mm-hmm. of where you're at that feels like something else. Yeah. What? Do I got it? it no. Is it a bathroom situation? It's, Do no. I have to go to the bathroom? No. Is it on my eye? It's like right underneath your eye. Underneath your, your eye. You got, got it. it. Um, um, welcome back to Eye Boogers with yeah. me. Um, yeah, I think that taking time is probably you need to step away sometimes yeah you know all the time yeah you step away all the time but dude super technical technically what i do whenever i feel like i'm like i need a break but i know i still have stuff to do i'll go to my phone and i'll set a timer for two hours Mm -hmm. and a lot of times very proud of myself for this because i was never like this as like a teen and in my 20s i'll stop to go back to work before the timer Timer goes off yeah but you know just fucking be disciplined yeah um and uh you know i'm saying that from experience from somebody who wasn't disciplined about nothing for a very long time yeah i think too like making lists for yourself and like really seeing out what it is that you need to do and get done whatever and trying to knock all of the things off that list and whatever you don't get done that day, you put it on the top of the list the next day, you know? So you just kind of keep going. What you can't have now, keep in your will. Mm-hmm. Why is that bears a ton of dairy us? I'm going to ask one more question and... And then we're done? What and then we're done. That? Well... Okay. Uh, Al Dente May says, What noise does a stand mixer make? Make it with your mouth. A what? A stand mixer. What's that mean? What's a stand mixer? I mean, it could mean several things. Like a stand sound mixer? Like a DJ? Because they don't really make a sound. They just hold their ear a lot, you know? Or a stand stand mixer mixer is like a, a, a big mixer for... Oh, it's a kitchen hand. Play... I was going to say Play-Doh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A stand mixer. Um, mine is a little bit loud. Kind of hate it. Can't lie. Right? Uh, kind of? It's yeah. like deeper than that, though. Yeah. It's like no, I hate it. No, that sounds de- demonic. It does sound demonic, but you know, you asked for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do one more? No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> you guys, as Mike was saying before, Patreon.com is a virtual tipping in rewards. I would say where you give us a little bit of your hard on cash, and we shout you out for our ten dollar group. Right. Right. That's one hundred percent right. Uh, and that goes a little like this. Uh, Steve Deergo, Chris McCarthy, Trevor with a wear fishy, Joe Penn, 
Happy Birthday Starlight, JJ McToots, Rachel, Maya Hipperhoff, Mike Genie, Alan Garcia, Connie Tryon, Ali Mitrakam, and Taro Baez, Justin Batdorf, Ivana Dubin, Chris Fernandez, Johnny Rosito, Handcrafted Neckwear, CC, PB&J, Reese Carnes, Gabe Earnhardt, Admammed, Chili Filson, Emily Paget, uh, Grant S. Grant, oh wow, Giant David S. Pumpkins. Giant David S. Pumpkins is yeah. a good Halloween name. No, no, no. Lizzie Love, Gavin Welsh crossed up. Someone tell Aaron. Go ahead. Uh, Emily Buck, Jackie Hammond, Paige with Autumn Flair. But with Autumn Flair. Paige with an eye. Yes. The guy with long hair. Uh, happy birthday, Chris. Anna Vallas. Oops, just Dale. Jason Oops. Perryman. Benjamin Putz. Marquise Cruz. Beth Butch. What the fuck? Butch? Butch. Beth Butch. Butch. I don't know why. It just happens. Uh, Snuggle Pig H. Christina Camille. Nils Nyquist. Jo- uh, Josh Standing. Josh Steppen. Steppen. Mm-hmm. Michael Johnson. Johnson. Butch. Joseph Dilkox. <laughs> Kayla Johnson. Jules Run. Grant Levisure. Uh, Chad Clark, Joe Finney, Heather Ashley, What is Cat, Katie Taylor, Zoya's Bodyguard, Shane Welsh, Ivan Canoe, Evan, not Ivan, Butch, Butch, Joe Band, Milky Beans, Antler, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, uh, Skelben Spooks, Skeleben, Skeleben Spooks, Skeleben Butch, uh huh, Chelsea Thomas, Bride Don't Cough. Lil One d- Bum. What? Lil what? One Bum. What? Lil what? One Bum. Butch. Yep. Danny Sinclair. Uh, Jacob D. Bradford. Justine Bibistein. Christine. Uh, Christine. Chris Robinson. Sorry. Butch Robinson. Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Just Josh. Sergeant Sparty. Ed Birch. Helen Ford. Noah Miller. Super Flops. Uh, Tatiana Clay, Danielle D. Verona, John Robinson, KDA, Sean Stone, Valerie York, Dev, Jesse Stillwell, Kitty Lee G, Rab Devereux, Devereux, Don Buer, Nestor DeLeon III, Dara McGrath, Louis Hernandez, Monique Quistorf, Troy R., Cody Osalas, Felicia Shimberry, and Matthew J. Palka, you guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you and hope you had a great listen this week. Yes. Remember, don't leave your cake unattended. Don't leave your cake in general.